All right, everybody, welcome to B.O. Boys for Thursday, September 22nd. Fuck it, it's a raw feed. We're doing it live. I'm Clayton. Yeah, I'm Pat. And Clayton, we're here to do a weekend preview for the weekend of Friday, September 23rd. And we have not one, but we actually have two big movies coming out this weekend. I'm going to say the second one is a big movie. So do you want to start with the the new new movie or do we want to talk about the re-release new movie? Well, let's talk about the new new movie, I think. Okay, so we'll go new new and then we'll go old new after the new new. Yeah. So the new new we're talking about is Don't Worry Mm -hmm. Darling, the much talked about and tweeted about Mm -hmm. and I guess TikToked about whatever. Definitely movie TikTok Don't Worry about. Darling. Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen the TikToks. We don't watch the TikToks because we're not on TikTok and we shouldn't be on TikTok. But we, we've we heard that it is a TikToked about movie. Yes. Yeah, we are not on TikTok. But we're looking at, I mean, we're looking at these tracking numbers. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's set oh, up. I mean, for those, for whoever want to be old boys, want to be old girls, want to be old people. People. Who have who have been living under a rock. This is the Olivia Wilde directed movie. Florence Pugh is the star. Chris Pine is a star. I think most importantly, Harry Styles is one of the stars. It's been a, a lot of, a lot of controversy in the, in the buildup to this movie, you know, Olivia Wilde and, and, and Harry Styles, they fell in love on the set, or at least they fell into something together. Florence Pugh and Olivia Wilde reportedly didn't get along the the Venice Film Festival debut of this movie. You had Chris Pine showing up in sunglasses. Some people said that Harry Styles spit on him. Other people said that he didn't. Florence Pugh isn't talking to Olivia Wilde. Florence Pugh shows up at the premiere just uh, uh, holding like a, a, a martini and then doesn't give any press interviews, but people loved the footage of her holding the martini. So there's a lot going on in the publicity lead up of this movie but i'll throw this out here for you clayton do you think the general public knows what this movie is in any way about uh no uh because from the marketing they really haven't shown what it's about right 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 you know and as we saw with barbarian that could be a way to go now you know, Barbarian had a great marketing campaign based around we can't tell you anything about this movie, and it had a good $10 million opening weekend, had a great hold, as we talked about in the second weekend. So don't worry, darling, is not being, I think, as secretive as Barbarian. It gives you a little more in the trailer, but it's not it, – it's definitely – relying on the mystery you know it's not outright telling people here is what this movie is about so i i think this is a movie where there's a lot more awareness for the shenanigans outside of the movie than there are then there is awareness for like you know people knew what elvis is about it's about elvis people knew what jurassic world is about it's about the dinosaurs running after people and I don't think they really know what Don't Worry Darling is about, but I kind of think that it doesn't matter. I mean, do you think that matters? Well, here's the thing with Barbarian. It's a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And right. horror fans will see horror films. 
Sometimes the trailer shows a lot. Sometimes the trailer doesn't. I do think that horror is easy to sell in many ways. Mm-hmm. Because as long as they think that there's going to be bloodshed, there's going to be scares, there's going to be jumps, they will go. Right. A adult drama is very different. An adult drama needs to be sold to the people that are going to actually go get a babysitter, do what they need to do to go see this movie. Right. 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 I do think, you know, as much as we say tweets aren't ticks, there is this has been so prevalent, the talk of this movie and the fact that Florence Pugh is not doing promotion is promotion. Yep. The talk of her not doing promotion is better than any sitting on the couch with Corden, yep. singing in a fucking car or right, playing right. some game where you taste disgusting food with Jimmy Fallon. Like, this is much better. Her with just a martini in a yep. photo is better than all of those promotional stops she would have done. A hundred percent. It's it's a it almost feels like this is a well thought out form of promotion. And we'll see if it works. But Florence Pugh just helicoptering in to walk around with a martini in Venice and then to do no other press, that is starting to feel like that was a well thought out strategy. You know, and I think it's going to be a great test run for maybe this is the way to go in the future. Maybe instead of, you know, doing live with Regis and Kelly or doing, you know, uh, co-hosting Ellen's Game of Games or, you know, the usual things that people do to promote movies. Maybe it makes sense to just be mysterious, you know. Well, here's the thing again. This is a drama, adult skewing, even with Harry Styles. Like we said previously in our in our uh, fall preview with mm. Jeff Bach, which if you haven't listened yet, what are you doing? You've got to listen. Right. That Harry Styles is is not as big of a draw for movies as you would assume, because it's very rare that a musician breaks through as a star, as a butts in the seats star. And so I do think that, I mean, you've had Cher, you've had Lady Gaga. Right. I, I wouldn't put Harry Styles in that, at that level oh, of a draw. But this is his first real test. He hasn't, he hasn't starred in a movie before. He's, he's done some, like, he did, uh, it was the Nolan War movie. He did a cameo in Dunkirk. that. Dunkirk. Dunkirk. He's in Dunkirk. I think he's got, like, an indie drama out now, but it's, it's not like Harry Styles has bombed in the movies before. This is this is the first test. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, that's true. That's true. But it's getting bad reviews was what I was getting to. It's 32%, okay. I think, in Rotten Tomatoes. And again, we're not critics, huh? And uh-huh. there's some there's some genres that are critic proof. I don't think adult dramas are. I think adult dramas, people are like, I'm gonna invest my money in this. I need to know whether it's good or not. Now, there might be a train wreck sort of draw to this. Do I want to see this train wreck? Again, though, that doesn't really always mean something when it comes to to, uh, box office. So, again, going back to this tracking, 18 to 27, I'm kind of flummoxed by this because nothing about this film makes me think that it's going to reach $27 million. So here's... Where I could see the the 
the reasoning for the high end of the estimates is the stars. And I know what you're going to say. Florence Pugh is not a movie star. She doesn't open big movies. She's so far been a supporting actress and, and all that. And Chris Pine is not a, actually not a movie star. I mean, mm-hmm. he's, he's great in the wet hot America summer prequels. He's good in the star Trek movies, but those are sold in the IP, not on him. And like you said, Harry Styles is a music star has not been a movie star, but, Harry Styles, this is his test. So we can't say he's not a movie star or can't be because he's never tried yet. This is the test. And he's obviously a very famous person with a really rabid following. Mm -hmm. So I think that there is a chance he is a movie star and we don't know it yet. You know, this will be a big test of that. There's a chance that all of his fans, they don't care about the reviews, which I think is a lot more likely with a younger fan base you know the the 30 to 40 year old oldsters who do need to find a babysitter they're reading the reviews the kids on tiktok who just follow every move of harry styles they don't care about the reviews they think the reviews are evil and and racist or who knows what they think of the reviews they don't care so the kids don't care about the reviews so i think harry styles fans could come out and the other one i'll say is florence Pugh. Maybe in the process of making herself a movie star with mm-hmm. the way she's handled this promotion. You know, f- the people become movie stars over time. And she may have turned herself into a movie star by walking the red carpet with that martini, by not turning towards Olivia Wilde during the standing ovation. That may have made her a movie star. We'll find out. Yeah. And I think the thing with you were saying about the age groups. I mean, young people go to the movies. We've seen that. Older people are going back, and we saw that with The Woman King. <clears throat> Pardon me. Fuck it. Rafid. Yes, yeah, Rafid. We saw it with The Woman King that a lot of women went to see that movie. So mm-hmm. they're primed. I mean, Crawdads was a big hit. Woman yeah. King is doing really well. This is a female skewing movie. Mm-hmm. So it, it it begs to say that the females are going to come out for this and they may drag their boyfriends to see Harry Styles or, you know, also there's interest in this movie from the male point of view because of Florence Pugh, yep. because of the fact that it's a, a, a I mean, it's it's an adult drama and they right. want to just see something that's adult. Right. 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 And, and I, you know. I think that the, the 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 train wreck factor is not ever anything that really helps a movie. You know, people didn't mm-hmm. go see Snakes on a Plane to see how bad it was. They just didn't go. You know, so yeah. I don't think there's going to be a rush of people seeing Don't Worry Darling because they feel like it's going to be a train wreck. I think there's just going to be a rush of people going. If there is a rush of people going, if this does well, I think it'll be because of the star power. Because mm-hmm. Harry Styles is a star. He's definitely a just a star, or maybe not a movie star, but he is a star. He's a and famous person, yes. He's a famous person. And Florence Pugh is doing a great job of 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 making herself into a big deal by just acting so cool and mysterious leading up to this. So people go to things because 
they're looking forward to something. People don't go to things because they want to shit on something. You know, they stay on the yeah. internet to shit on something. So, so I think the 33% Rotten Tomatoes, I think that, listen, I think that is going to be a problem long-term for this movie. You know, the legs and all that. Yeah. But right now, we're just predicting opening weekend, and I think opening weekend is based on star power, and that's going to be the test, is Harry Styles and the new mysterious Martini, you know, Swiggin', uh, uh, Florence Pugh, are they draws? So we'll see. I mean, what do you think? I mean, do wh- where are you on this tracking? 27 million sounds wild, but... I mean, I could see this doing 20, 21, right? I mean, it's opening in over 4,000 venues, right? Right, With PLFs and right. IMAX and Dolby. So it's getting some of these big screens. Now, of mm-hmm. course, it's going to have to share the IMAX screens with the movie we're going to talk about next. But that's a big push. That's a big opening. And I do agree. It's going to be heavily front-loaded. And it's whether or not people actually like this movie. That's what's going to dictate whether we're looking at 23, 24, 25, 26, right? Because we're going to have preview numbers that are really big. Because we're going to want to see this before anyone else and tell their friends and talk shit about it or say it's better than you think or Olivia Wilde's getting a raw deal because she's got so much talent, whatever you want to say. Right, right. These or are just all hypothetical say, people. Or just say Harry Styles is so hot, you have to see how hot he is. because On a I big mean, screen, yeah. One, You know, something about this movie is it definitely is offering you up the enticement that Harry Styles is going to look good. You mm-hmm. know, this isn't Harry Styles with mud on his face in a war movie. This is in Harry Styles, you know, uh, playing a drug addict and he's all scruffy. This is, he's in a suit, you know? So the people who like Harry Styles, they're going to like the fact that he's going to be in a suit in this movie. So I think that's the kind of thing that'll get word of mouth is, you know what? He was in a suit. Uh, and in the trailer, he's he's in an apron cooking food for yeah. his his wife. So it's like, who doesn't want to see that on an IMAX screen? Yeah. Now, anecdotally, yes, uh, we were at the water cooler before this recording, and we were looking at our various movie apps. You are going to see this movie at the Nighthawk in Brooklyn. Yes, I'm going tonight to a a, a late show with my wife, and mm-hmm. she usually listen. She's an early riser and an early to bed and. And we're going out to a a later showing tonight, which is usually something she would never want to do, but she wanted to do it to be able to see this movie as soon as possible. She's been someone who's been wrapped up in the, in the controversy and she's looking forward to seeing Harry Styles in a suit. And you know what? Good for her because I, I can't cover all the bases. So if, if she needs to see Harry Styles in a suit for a couple of hours to get through the day, it's a little, little, you know, weight off of my back, but that is an anecdote of people want to see this right away. And, and I know we are coastal elites. I know we're in New York city. So these numbers might not make, uh, be the same for say Iowa or something like that. 
but I'm looking at the Lincoln Square IMAX, mm-hmm. uh, 7 p.m. tonight, and it is packed. The wow. only seats available are in the very two front rows. And it's the same thing in Kipps Bay, not IMAX necessarily, but the AMC 25, which is in 42nd Street. Yep. All of these showings are looking packed. Yeah. So I mean, we're the showing that, I'm going to is packed and the one before yeah. it, the Nighthawk is also packed. So I do think, you know, like a Marvel movie, it's like I need to be there first so I can be the first one to tweet, the first one to TikTok about it, the first one to tell my friends. And again, it's going to be quality that is going to make this movie a hit. But I do think the preview numbers are going to be enough to get this thing to like 21. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of right with you. I think it'll get to 20 or 21. It, it feels like, I mean, I I do think in a couple of weeks, we'll be talking about how this movie fell off the face of the earth in its second weekend, its third weekend, because mm-hmm. it is seems to be a bad movie based on the reviews. Uh, reviews aren't everything. We're not critics. Huh? But it's huh. probably not a great movie, but I don't think that'll matter on day one, two, three of release. That's something for us to worry about a week from now. Yeah. So, and just looking at the email real fast, Danny, uh, Danny Askamalaji, of course, of I screen, you scream for movies, movies. Yep. is going 22 mil on this. So he's wow. he's kind of in line with us as well. And you know what? He's someone who's bringing that younger demo. He's a, he's a, one of the voices of the young people. You know, him, Wanna Be Old Boy Austin. There are, you know, ears to the ground of the young people. So if this is getting to Danny's world, you know, mm-hmm. that he's excited to see this, he thinks it's going to be around 22, 23 million, then, yeah, I do think the young people who love Harry Styles are going to come out to see this. And then the oldsters, especially the oldster women who love Harry Styles, they're going to see this early. So I'm going to go 22. I'll I'll do it. Right in line with Danny. And he's yeah. even predicting the cinema score, which he thinks is going to be in the B range. Yeah, I, I could see that because I think this might be a bad movie, but it's probably going to be a movie that gives people what they expected. Which is but Harry you are, Styles but you, is going to be in a, in a suit. I, I I listen. I respect Danny. I don't know. The cinema score is going to be interesting because, again, like we said, we the the general public doesn't know what this movie is. Yeah, no one really knows. No one knows. So this could be a C. This could get a Barbarian treatment, which Barbarian got a C because it the people's expectations were were not laid out immediately. That doesn't right, mean right, that the, right. that movie isn't a hit because it is and horror's different right i think that this could get a c as well but i don't think it's going to have the long-term success that barbarian is having right 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 because cinema score is also not an exact science in terms of word of mouth it really is just a measurement of expectations on opening weekend versus what the promotion was that's really what cinema score is um but so we both think Don't Worry Darling is going to be number one, correct? Yes, 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 yes. I I, I mean, 
So the other big movie coming out is a re-release. And usually we Mm -hmm. don't look at these re-releases as new movies, except this is Avatar opening just a couple of months before Avatar 2 comes out. Avatar was the biggest movie of all time until Endgame. You know, it's it's, uh, just a massive all-time hit that... You know, uh, we always talk about or people always talk about is like it's the biggest movie ever and and no one ever talks about this movie and everyone's forgotten about it. And I think we're about to see with this re-release and then with the sequel that that is not really true. Or maybe it is. I mean, do you think Avatar is we're about to find out that people care about Avatar a lot less now than they did, you know, based on it being the second biggest movie of all time. Well, here's the thing. This brings us to the other part of Danny's email, Mm -hmm. where he is going to release a new episode, and it's going to be about Avatar. Very exciting. And he has never seen this movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because he is the age where he wasn't old enough to go see this in the theater, either that or he, you know, he did not have the ability to drag his parents somewhere. He was a young right. kid. Right, right, right. And so, like you said, it was at one time the biggest movie ever. Mm-hmm. I think that there is a generation who didn't see this in the theaters the way it was intended. And we know how big IMAX is, PLFs. This thing is opening in a bunch of IMAXs and it's going to be in real D 3d two D show times are minimal. So this is a, this is going to be uh, opening in 1800 locations and it's going to be 3d IMAX. So this is an experience that these kids didn't get to have. Right. They maybe heard about. Their older brothers and sisters talked about it. Their parents maybe talked about it. So I do think there's an interest in seeing the second biggest movie ever. Right. In the way it was intended and the way people saw it when it originally came out. Right, right. I mean, that's the thing with Avatar is the hit it gets is that it is not a – great movie to watch at home you know it's not Mm -hmm. particularly a great story they no one remembers the names of the characters they're not whatever it's it's not the shawshank redemption it's not goodfellas it's not die hard it's not a league of their own one of those movies that you put it on cable you watch it a hundred times there's 50 scenes that you want to just watch again over and over out of order avatar is not that movie but we're not predicting Saturday afternoon viewership on TBS for Avatar or for Avatar mm-hmm. 2. We're predicting box office. And Avatar is not a great at-home basic cable with commercials movie, but it is a all-time in-theater experience. And I think it's we're going to find that, yeah, you're not going to rewatch this movie five years later on cable and talk about with your friends the way you do Goodfellas or a League of Their Own. But it doesn't matter because in a 3D movie theater, that's going to be something that people are going to want to see over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I mean, there's talk of it upsetting Woman King to be number two. I I don't see that uh, just because of the number of screens it's going to be on. Uh, also, I think Woman King is a liked film that is going to continue to maintain a, a good box office. Now, does Don't Worry, Worry Darling cut into that a little bit? But I don't think that much. Yeah. You know, I think there's room, there's, there's enough different people that are going to want to see those movies. So I don't think that Woman King is going to drop because of Don't Worry Darling. Yeah. I mean, I think that right now we've had an August, you know, where after Bullet Train, nothing came out that really clicked. Mm -hmm. And so you had that four, five weeks in a row, basically from Bullet Train to, to Barbarian and definitely from Bullet Train to Woman King, where there was nothing that came out that has really clicked. So I think that having now a couple of movies at the same time that are doing well is fine because all those August movies are basically non-existent. You know, your bodies, 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 and your invitation and your 3000 years of longing. Those are all gone. No one's going to see those. And people are finally done seeing, you know, Nope and DC League of Super Pets. And, you know, let's say it Top Gun Maverick is finally going to be falling. So, I think there's enough pie to split up amongst Woman King, Barbarian, Don't Worry Darling, and Avatar. I do think all four of those movies could do pretty well this weekend, even all being out at the same time, because there was just such a dearth uh, up until they premiered. Mm -hmm. So So I think they'll all do well. I don't think they'll cut into each other that much. So what's our number for Avatar? And I think this is we can do that within our top fives. Now, the uh, box office pro is saying mm-hmm. anywhere from seven to twelve million is what Avatar is going to do. Okay. So I, I mean, not to go on the high end of everything. I, I think it'll do eleven million. You know, okay. I think I think that again, there's nothing out. Uh, uh, you know, previous to the last couple of weeks, finally having a couple of movies that have clicked with Barbarian and Woman King. So I think everything is going to, the new stuff and the recent stuff is going to do high end of expectations. So I guess I'll go first and I'll say that um, going with Don't Worry Darling at 22, I'll go high end on that. Um, Then I think, Woman King, I think, is going to have a really strong hold. I think Woman King is going to make, hmm, is it going to have a crazy hold? I'm going to go Woman King 12 million for number two and Avatar 11 million for number three. Wow. So that means Woman King, you think, is only going to drop in the high 30s. Huh. That is tough. I mean, am I thinking that Avatar and Woman King are going to both come around 11 million? You know what? I mean, think yeah. about it. Think about uh, think about Avatar, though. Those tickets are going to cost so much more than a Woman King ticket. Right, right. God, you know what? Yeah, I think Woman King's going to have a great hold. Maybe 12 is high, but I'm going to say it's going to be by a hair. Woman King is going to make somewhere in the 11 million range. 
and Avatar is going to be just right under it at at exactly 11 million for number three. Nice. And then I think Barbarian number four will probably have like another like 40% drop, you know, so it'll be in that uh, $4 million range. And then, God, number five, I think... I think Bullet Train is going to stay number five. I think Pearl and see how they run are going to drop below Bullet Train. I mean, I think definitely Pearl will. Yeah. And see how they run just doesn't have the promotion. I mean, you know. Yeah. So I'm going top five of Don't Worry, number one, Woman King 2, Avatar re-release, like right behind it for number three, Barbarian number four. And then bullet train number five, Pearl and see how they run drop out of the top five. Nice. So with don't worry, darling, I think I'm in the camp with you and Danny, but just to be fun, just to have some fun, I'm going to go and just say this thing's going to make 26. Why not? Wow. Interesting. Why not? Interesting. So you believe, do you, aside from just trying to make things interesting, do you think the factor is Harry Styles, or do you think it's Florence Pugh with the martini? I think it's a combination. I think it's Styles. I mean, I'm not really tapped into the age group that loves Harry Styles, so there may be more than I expect. Right. And legally, we uh, shouldn't be tapped in. No. uh, If I was sitting here being like, I'm tapped into the age group that's into Harry Styles, you know, people are going to be making phone calls to the authorities, right? Yeah, we'd have problems. But also, I think, listen, it's a big fall movie. It's a big mm-hmm. fall movie. Some people might think it's an Oscar movie. I mean, we know better, but right. some people might think it's an Oscar movie, and they might want to see a serious Oscar drama. And that's why I think Woman King is going to definitely be number two. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. I, 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 11's a little high. I think this thing will probably be around 10. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go Avatar. I think it's going to be close between Woman King and Avatar. So I think, yeah. let's say 10.5 for Woman King and then straight 10 for Avatar. Okay. Barbarian, definitely number four. Again, I think that hold is going to be incredible. I mean, you could see a hold in the 30s maybe for this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then again, yeah, I mean, not to be boring, but I do think Bullet Train has proved itself as a movie that's just going to hang around it's going to do its 1.5 to 2 million it's going to creep over 100 million in the next couple weeks so i think i think we have the same top 5 but very different ways of it happening yeah and you know with bullet train i do think that 100 million is a factor because it's at 96.4 million and I think Sony is going to really try and hold on to as many screens as possible to get it over that hundred million. And obviously it's not totally up to Sony, you know, that theater owners give out the screens based on what's doing well, but it's a negotiation. We saw that Paramount obviously did everything it could to get lost city over a hundred million. It cleared it by five or 6 million but I think Sony is going to really try and keep Bullet Train in a lot of theaters to get it over $100 million domestic. And I know a lot of people have said those numbers don't count, including the great Scott Mendelson, but they do. 
I mean, they do yes. kind of matter to perception. And I think, yes, if you can get this thing over 100, you need to. Because and you can go if you're a screenwriter and you say, I've got a movie like this movie. Right. Bullet Train, uh, over 100 million domestic. Or I have a movie like The Lost City. It was over $100 million domestic. That means something. Right, right, right. So If yeah, Crawdads I, did $100 million, I mean, it's not going to do it. But I mean, listen, if Crawdads made over $100 million, you could go to any movie studio and be like, hey, I got this book. I want to do it. And look, Crawdads made $100 million. Right. The hundred now it million has to it- say – it made 80, which still is great, but it's not that $100 million easy number to remember. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, so I think I think that's it, Clayton. I think we've done it. Is there any other emails that came in that we need to go over? I think Danny's was the big one. Yeah, I mean, yes, I think we're good for now. Mm-hmm. Um. Do, do, do. So here's a little tease. I'll throw out a little tease because it hasn't happened yet. But right now we're scheduled to have a, a pretty big interview very soon, which if it happens, we'll drop that as a separate episode on the feed in the coming days. And if it doesn't happen, well, then you just it doesn't matter. You just forget mm-hmm. that I said this. But if it does happen, it'll be a bonus very short episode that will be dropping within the next day or two. So get ready for that or forget about it. Nice. Well, really quick again, uh, we were talking about emails. Reed, one of the boy Reed did send us an email. And one of the things he mentioned was that he thinks Warner brothers really screwed up the don't worry, darling release. He heard a rumor that they, didn't move it because of festivals and awards play. He doesn't think it's going to get awards like I don't. Mm-hmm. And he's saying that Florence has moved on. So they should have released this thing in August. And we've talked about this. This movie, I mean, now we'll see how it does. I mean, this could have been, this could be maybe the perfect time to release it. But I do think there was a time before this that you could release it. But again, I do think it was because of awards and that could damage this movie. Yeah, I do think uh, if this movie had come out on Friday, September 9th, which is that's the weekend Mm -hmm. Barbarian came out. Yeah. And that was also the first weekend after the height of the Venice film festival premiere controversy around this movie. You know, the Venice stuff was earlier that week. That's when uh, uh, Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine, allegedly. That's when Chris Pine came in with the sunglasses. That's when Florence Pugh walked the red carpet with the martini and didn't look at Olivia Wilde. All of those events happened leading into the weekend of Friday, September 9th. So in retrospect, that would have been an amazing date to then drop this movie. You know, I do Mm -hmm. think the talk about it wanes over the last few weeks. So that weekend, this is a movie that could have just made 30 million Mm -hmm. off of how buzzy it was then. So we'll see, you know, we'll never know, but I do Mm -hmm. think, yeah, probably a couple of weeks ago, this movie does a little better coming right off of all the, the, 
the controversy. Yeah, because if you are an awards movie, you can't release in August. So you have to right. release in September. So, or I mean, you don't have to release in September, but after the summer, you need to release yeah. in the fall or winter. Right. And so, yeah, I think you're right. The ninth would have been great. But listen, that's all in the past. It's we got to look to the future. And right. we'll see. It's going to be interesting like it always is, Pat. Yep. Yep. And I'll, I'll listen, I'll be boots on the ground there tonight for a late showing. So, I, oh, you I'll gotta to tell you it. gotta let me know what the air is like there. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be you're gonna be able to cut it with a knife. It's gonna be so thick. Wow. All right. Well, I don't think there's anything left to say then, Pat. No. Until next time, we'll we'll smell you at the bar. Oh, oh, fist. Fist. Nailed it. Nailed it.